Welcome back to Hug Your People, episode 35. A little bit of a mindset challenge this week. So we're going to talk about the mindset of being a parent, being a, having a sick kid, and just, I guess, being just a person. And all the little places, little dark places we like to go to in our heads. So welcome back to Hug Your People, episode 35. All right. I'm walking through the park today, a different park though, so it's a little quieter. Uh, The sun is shining. It's probably 60 degrees here in Charleston. People are out doing what people do. Great fall day, and that's the beauty of living in South Carolina. It's still fall in um, November, and uh, so here's what happened this week. We uh, our our practice. If Baxley gets a fever, is we have to go to the ER, and we're going to talk a little bit about mindset and kind of the stories we tell ourselves. So if Baxley gets a 100.4 fever, we have to get antibiotics in him within an hour. Um, so it creates a, you know, a little bit of a different scenario than the, the non-cancer parents. <laughs> I laugh about that because it's just different. <laughs> it's not better. It's not, it's obviously worse, but it's just different. And so, um, so when we notice his, his, his temperature start to rise above 99, we start to go into action. And that's not a big increase. You know, you, you guys know that. So this weekend, this past weekend, he, he had been, you know, struggling with the, the sniffles and a cough. And we were just keeping close eyes on his, on his temperature and making sure that it wasn't rising. And we, we went for a good solid week of having the sniffles and cough, but no, no temperature. So it was no problem. His temperature gets up to about 99.4, 99.5, somewhere around there, and we start mobilizing. Um, the reason we have to start mobilizing is because we go from our house to the ER in Myrtle Beach, where we live. Uh, we get him accessed, the port accessed, antibiotics going in, and then as soon as the temperature comes down, we have to consult, and we either come to Charleston or we go home, depending on everything else that's going on. Uh, blood cultures, all that stuff. So when we go to the ER, we're packed for a few days <laughs> and lightning speed packed. You know, normally we have a ready bag, uh, you know, that, that's pretty set to go and we can pack for a couple days and figure it out from there. But um, so we get to the ER and the, I think that I'll back up a little bit. So the challenge with this was my son, not only sniffles, not only a little cough, obviously fever going up, but he also was complaining of a headache. Um, and he's never done that before. And my son, when he says something hurts, it's because it hurts. He's not one to, to make things up. And I know every parent kind of says that, but we've, we've really been through the ringer this year with him. And so when he says it hurts, we know it hurts because if he says it hurts, he knows there's going to be some poking and prodding. So we've oftentimes found out that he hasn't told us it hurts and we've discovered that it probably did. And he just didn't want anybody poking and prodding at him. Um, so when he said, daddy, my head hurts, I knew this was, this was, a, a this was something bad. And I said, son, where does it hurt? And he was pointing to the left side of his head. And then there was a point where he, it was hurting him so bad that he was crying. And, um, you guys know what we've been through this year. So where does my brain go? The worst place you can go, you know? Um, 
and I'm thinking, wow, we just got these great scans and now this, now, now we're going to have to go back through this. And, uh, what is it? Cause you know, we know kids with brain tumors and, and that's familiar to us. It's not out of the realm of possibility. It's not foreign to us. So looking at why does, why is that the first stop? <laughs> why is that where I went first? It's just about, it's about, um, about your reality you know and it's, it's about where you where you uh what's on your brain what's on your heart what's familiar to your your real life and what what really happens in your daily activity you know and this is a public park by the way so, so um so why why was why was that the first place i went you know my son's got the sniffles he's got a cough and then he gets a headache his fever's rising and then he gets a headache and i go well, here we go again you know so now the good thing is and my wife does the same and she'll tell her her version of it i can't speak for her and i won't you guys know that but um i think the good thing is i I'm, I coach mindset. I, I research mindset. I study mindset. Don't mistake that for me saying I'm perfect at it. Don't mistake that for me saying I'm an expert at it because I don't think there is such a thing. I think there are people that know more than others. I'm probably one of the people that knows more than most um, when it comes to, to mindset and, and business and why we do the things we do, why we go to the places we go. You know, And when I say more than most, I don't know more than most everybody, but I know more than people who aren't aware, aren't, aren't researching that, aren't studying that, aren't writing books about that, you know? And so I, as soon as it came up, I said, okay, this is different than me telling someone about mindset. This is me actually putting into practice the things that I research and the things that I write about and the things that I coach on and the things that I speak about. The challenge with that is it's also got attached to this mindset. It's got an incredible level of emotion, an incredible level of energy. And so it's not just controlling the mindset. There's a, there's a lifetime of emotion attached to it. And for me, that was really hard to do the things that I talk about and tell people to do and, and write about that are, oh, you know, and I, I never take it lightly when, some, when I'm addressing mindset with any client or any, anybody. It's never light, but... I was sitting here going, okay, this should be really easy for me to control because I know exactly what to do and I know exactly what it is and I know exactly where it's coming from. And it, this should be a lot easier for me to control. And it just wasn't. And I was fighting with it at the same time, trying to get our stuff together and get things in order and get my son to, to the ER. So I was wrestling with that and we get to the ER we get them hooked up, you know, the, accessing the port in the ER is always a challenge because, you know, the, the, the port is something where not every hospital, not every nurse deals with it every day in a kid. They might deal with it in an adult or, but it's, pediatrics is just a, it's a different beast. So going to the emergency room, they may know what to do. They may have heard or read about what to do, but having to actually do it every day and, and you know, we're parents, so we're super protective of you know, his comfort level and doing the right things. And we've had to be versed in, you know, it, it is this kind of port. It's a you know, three quarter inch needle. It's, we need heparin. We need, uh, you know, <laughs> raise your left arm because the port's on his left side, raise your left arm. And that's how you access the blood. If it's not coming out, if it's not flowing right away, it's a, it's a positional thing and it's not, uh, you know, 
so we we know all that and we we can and the nurse <laughs> this last time she was like how do you guys know so much and i was like how do we not <laughs> like you know that's our kid you know how do we not you know if we wake up in the middle of the night we went to the er is about two in the morning uh, this time and i forgot to tell you that you know so we went to bed and my son had a fever our oncologist told us to give him a little bit of tylenol his blood counts everything was okay so we gave him a little bit of tylenol and i wake up at two o'clock and take his temp and uh it's 102 um and so we were we were ready to go so out of bed we go get him dressed get in the car uh, page our oncologist in charleston by the time we get to the er uh, everyone's communicating everyone's on on board and um and we, we get there and we, we get things done. Now, here's where, so that was the mindset battle. Now, it ended up being uh, that we were in a good spot. So we started hearing things that we'd never heard before. And the things that we were hearing were, you know, of course, you know, we were coming out of a great set of scans. You know, his, um, his scans showed really great. You know, cancer was dead. You know, tumors shrunk a lot. And so the scans were great. Uh, his blood counts also w- was as high as it's been since we got into this mess. And, um, and that was a great thing. And so the protocol for fever was go to the ER within an hour, get antibiotics, and then get your bud to Charleston. <laughs> like that was that's what we have been told for the last seven months. And so... Uh, So now we're looking at talking with our oncologist, talking with the ER, and you know the oncologist saying it's okay for him to have Tylenol uh, to try to get the fever down. Let's do that because of all the scans and the blood count and everything. And then we get to the ER and they're like, hey, here's what we can do. Um, we're gonna our head our oncologist in Charleston is gonna talk to the ER doctors and nurses, and they're, they're determining over the phone that because of all these things that we don't need to go to Charleston. We can take our antibiotics. We're going to get his fever down. Once we get his fever down, we can go home and then we'll come back the next day and get another round of antibiotics just to make sure that we're in a good spot. And we're like, what? Are you sure? Like that's, we, that's not part of the protocol. It's not part of what we do. And they're like, well, yeah, we're sure. (laughs) And so we are delightfully receiving this information. And, um, so we went to, we got, we got the antibiotics, we got his fever down. At about 6.30, 7 o'clock that morning, we were able to go get back in the car and head home, get some rest in. I took, uh, we, t- I took, we took, um, we took Baxley back to the hospital the next day at about 5 in the morning to get another round of antibiotics. Uh, it took an hour. We went in and got it, went back home, went back to bed. And he took, had a couple lazy days there this week where he was just kind of resting, rightfully so. And um, then yesterday he started having a lot of energy and we were playing outside and doing the things that we normally like to do. And, and then today we're in Charleston for an overnight stay scheduled treatment and, uh, and we'll do that. So I think the point was like, you know, we have a right to be worried. We have a right to think about things. We have a right to plan. We have a right to, um, to do all the things and think all the things we think, but we also have to give ourselves grace and say, you know, I don't know what this is. This is super scary. Still, we're on hyper, we're hypersensitive. We're on ultra, you know, we're alerted about everything. My son gets a headache and we naturally go to the worst place. Naturally, 
You know, it's not like we decide or we say, oh, maybe. No, we go, okay, let's make sure it's not. Because you have to remember when we got into this, we started out with it being a tummy ache for four days. It was a tummy ache for four days and all of a sudden it was cancer. Phew, you know. So our our mechanism is to protect ourselves no matter what you do. The, the first stop is protection. You know, avoid pain, avoid discomfort, avoid... That's, that's how the brain works. That's, that's the brain's purpose. The brain's purpose is to avoid hurt. And so instead of saying it's probably nothing, at this point, my wife and I say it's probably everything. It's probably the worst thing. <laughs> and that's, our, that's, sad, that's sad. And we will eventually grow out of that, I believe. And we will eventually get to a place where we don't think that. It's just so new that that's where we go. You know, he gets a sniffle. We're not concerned, but we're on high alert. He gets a cough. We're not overly concerned, but we're on high alert. He gets a fever. We're concerned. We're on high alert. He gets a headache, new territory. It's the worst thing you can think of. It's the worst possible thing. Let's mobilize. Let's get into action right now. You know, um, and it ends up being nothing, but we're still, we have peace of mind knowing that we did everything we could. So that that's kind of our week. And I, I don't have any answers as far as how do you, how do you control your mindset in places of high energy, high emotion, high emotional involvement? How do you control your mindset in, in those places? And the, I don't have any hard answers. The answer I have at this point, based on my experience, is self-awareness. You know, being self-aware. What do I control? What do I not control? What are the facts? What's my course of action? Am I following my course of action or am I sitting around waiting? Um, and do I feel good about the action I'm taking? That's it. <laughs> that's, that's the puzzle as far as I can tell, uh, up to this point, you know, as I continue to look at it and analyze it and think about it and decide and make choices and I, I may not come across anything new. I may, that may be it. That may be just do what you can, you know, hold on, you know, and, and do all you can and have faith and love. That could be the answer. So. Um, so that's been our week. That's that's really been our week, and it's it's been uh, exhausting, as you can imagine. So we're we're constantly tired, and I, you know I tell my my clients and my family that that you know we we don't have a lot of bandwidth for anything outside of handling our family, and that's that's really that's okay. That's where we're at. So um, and sometimes that's where you have to be, and sometimes that's the best place to be. There it is, episode 35. Thank you for joining us for Hug Your People. A couple big things. We've got a private Facebook group um, that's all things Hug Your People. It's where I'm giving away a ton of business uh, information, business advice, coaching, uh, really talking about Baxley's Wagons, really talking about the Hug Your People nonprofit and the movement. We've got some great partnerships coming up uh, that are just, I'm blown away by how many people are showing up, helping out, uh, helping us out with wagons and helping us out with what goes in the wagons and helping us out with just creating awareness and showing some love to everyone who's fighting this, uh, this disease and, and just fighting anything really. So it's, it's really been amazing. So uh, thank you for joining me for another episode of Hug Your People. You know what to do. Go hug them. <laughs>